0: Liesl, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit.
1: I love Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. How can you not? They're it's, pretty legit.
0: It's a great business and it's even greater people. So local people running that business, doing great things
1: and and
0: it's the home for enlightened style shades
1: enlightened style shades i just like saying that
0: and it does sound it sounds sounds kind of big time it does sounds very big time and look they've got they don't just do shades like almost all of your interior decorating needs they're there they can help you get them i even have pillows i have pillows on my couch from budget blinds
1: Hmm, i didn't know you had pillows yeah that's throw pillows amazing.
0: i know and who doesn't love throw pillows
1: everybody loves really. throw pillows and supporting a local business that gives back to the community is always a win
0: always a win so when you're ready to make your home the best home it can be go visit our friends at budget blinds of lee's summit tell them Lisel and nick's it hello and welcome back to the Lee summit town hall podcast i'm your host nick parker and with me as she is
1: every week Lisa Hayes. Hello, Lee Summit. There you go.
0: She's here, Lee Summit. She's here to stay.
1: Present. (laughs) Present, accounted for. We're taking attendance now in class. Yes, we are.
0: Hey, Wings for Water was awesome. It was. It was last night. This is. This is actually gonna. You know, when this posts, it'll be a week after Wings for Water. But Wings for Water, huge success last night uh, from our our friend Chris Turney and this awesome uh, charity event that he he came up with seven years ago. It was great to see everybody out. Paragon Star is coming together. Wow. I hadn't been out there since the previous year. So I all haven't these, either. All these soccer fields are up now and ready to go.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's they, great.
0: They were playing the football game on one of the Jumbotron screens by one of the fields. And there were many, many, many wings to be had. now, I do have to complain.
1: By all means, go.
0: So, you know, I got myself a ringer.
1: You did get yourself a ringer, Brandon from Brandon Simpson, Jazzy Bees. owner at Jazzy B's, mm-hmm. Uh
0: was my cook again for the second year. You say year.
1: ringer, I say cheating, but whatever. I mean, yeah, just potato, joking.
0: Potato, whatever. Our wings were awesome, and we did not win. Mm, who won? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I honestly, I, I didn't, I didn't remember. Was it? Was it? Wasn't our name? Why
1: well, You were a little bit
0: sad. <laughs> I was a little sad. He did a spicy chocolate strawberry sauce.
1: Oh, that's interesting! Which sounds a little weird.
0: Now even more weird because he had told me for like the three weeks previous that he was going to do a Korean flavor, and then the day before the event, he says, "Yeah, I'm, I'm doing chocolate strawberries. I'm like, "What? <laughs> that's not Korean." That
1: kind of sounds phenomenal, but it was
0: amazing. All the people that came by seemed to love it. So I'm going to cry foul to Chris Turney. We should have won.
1: I think you should have won too. Absolutely. So today, today I am pretty excited. Because, yeah, we have Megan from Megan's Yoga Tribe here. And so Megan and I met several years ago. She actually did a yoga retreat at the Browning when I owned it. And now she has this incredible thriving studio in downtown Lee summit. You always see people when you're walking downtown with like their, their yoga mats in hand. And I know that I can always smile at them because they have good energy. You know, I always feel a little like,
0: cause I, I usually walk up here to pretty space where our, our, where the vault is for our recordings. And so I'm, you know, zombie walking in the mornings with my cup of coffee and then there's all these chipper, healthy people getting the, get out of the parking lot to go over to Megan's yoga tribe. And I think I could be one of those people. And then I remembered, no. Maybe we should just no, start
1: start carrying yoga mats around. Does that help you in, in the habit, Megan? Like, would that help out at all? Maybe just walking downtown with a yoga mat?
2: I think so. I think it's step one. Um, but you just mentioned exactly how I feel when I drive or walk through downtown Lee summit and I see yoga mats, it like sets my soul on fire. It's so cool to see. Well, it's because of you too. Well, it's just, it's a community thing. You like see a yoga mat and you're like, oh, there's a yogi. There's someone that, you know, is, is going to go roll out their mat and take some time for themselves.
0: Do you just ever just break into like, you know, spontaneous yoga?
2: Um, I don't, but when I see the people walking downtown Lee summit, whether I'm driving or walking and they have their yoga mat, I like holler at everyone and I know most of their names. So,
1: but see, yes. here's the thing, Nick, if we started carrying the yoga mats, that would be step one. And then Megan can like give us positive affirmation and then maybe we'll actually eventually end up in the yoga studio.
0: I'm hoping that's a lot. Long-
2: Process. <laughs> you know, we we go a long ways I've to get people into of the, the poses yoga studio. And
1: those,
0: I'm a little scared.
2: Well, we've done. I mean, I've got some people in yoga studio by promoting like beer yoga or wine yoga. We call it vino and vinyasa. And so, there's all kinds of ways to get people into a yoga studio.
0: Food and booze is a great way to get people. I figured that out.
2: I figured that out. I love a good charcuterie board and some wine. And I can get people into that yoga studio that never thought they would come into a yoga studio. The
0: idea of doing healthy things sounds so good to me.
2: <laughs> it
1: sounds good to me, too. But we I'm really work frightened of the whole effort thing. Yeah, we should work on that. OK, so tell us, Megan, you know, you have this flourishing business in Downtown Lee Summit. Give us a little bit of history around your business and when you started and then when you got your brick and mortar space.
2: Yeah. So I was a business that really started out of, um, COVID. I was teaching yoga at local studios, but then they were all shut down. So that gave me this idea that like, we have to keep serving this community. We have to probably more than I I just had felt I was at crisis with COVID. I have four kids at home. They're going from, you know, they're doing school at home. And I was like, People need yoga now more than ever. I had never taught an online yoga class before. It's amazing um, the things we learned to do online during oh, right COVID, right? It's, yes. So, uh, lots of YouTube videos, lots of Googling, um, and I started just Facebook Live um, for free. We just started providing yoga. I was like, people need yoga. They need mindfulness. They need to move. They need to feel connection. They need to breathe, and they need to they need to hear that it's going to be okay going to be okay. So Facebook live and then, Ooh, I added zoom in. I mean, that was a whole lot like figuring out the sound in zoom and how to run my music through zoom. I gave that up. Um, so then I started adding zoom and it took about two months. I offered it completely free. It was just me teaching five classes a week. And then two months after offering it for free, I launched my, um, Megan's yoga tribe online yoga bar Pilates studio and brought on uh, two instructors at that time and served for, we served that way just online for two years. And I had, I really didn't dream of having a brick and mortar store at the time because I still had a little guy who wasn't in school yet. So I'd, I'd kind of push that away. Like once he starts school, I will explore that. But then Angela from Belfiore came to me and said, there's a space in downtown Lee Summit. I want the bottom. Would you take the top? And I walked in and I was like, Yep. <laughs> so um, my little guy was still in pre-K, but um, I just knew it was right. And so we opened, and then we just opened our second location this week in Lakewood. So now we have two oh, wow. studios. Congratulations. Yeah, we opened our second location on Thursday. That was yesterday. Okay, where in Lakewood? Um, off Woods Chapel, 611 Northeast Woods Chapel. It's incredible. Um,
0: I, I love that, though. You, you went from, yeah, I guess I could do a physical location, too. Yeah a couple years later, you've got two.
2: We, well, and we, yes, we have two studios, but then we opened our yoga teacher training school, which is at third and 50 highway. So we have three physical locations now. So our yoga teacher training school, we do private um, sessions out of, and then that's where we host all of our yoga teacher trainings. So yeah. So yes, I went from, you know, this online thing's great because I have flexibility and freedom. I'm teaching in my basement, in my um, studio, in my basement. And then now we have three brick and mortar locations and it's exciting. What, is, what, are, what
0: are the biggest differences for you as an instructor, you know, from going from, from online
2: mm-hmm.
0: to you're finally with them in person?
2: Yeah, honestly, the biggest thing that I didn't expect is when I was teaching online completely, all of our classes are recorded. So I have to physically do the entire class because they go into an on-demand video library, which now we have about 1,800 classes, which is incredible. And my body took a toll and I was working with my orthopedic surgeon I'm and I was working with an occupational therapist. I'm like, what is going on with me? I'm in pain, chronic pain, but I was used to teaching in studio when I would cue and walk around and not be doing the whole class. I did not see that coming. And my body really, um, when I was teaching seven, eight, nine virtual classes a week, the full class, it did not like it. So um, so now I still teach two online classes a week and then I teach in studio, of course, but it allows me to walk around and queue and not just physically do the practice to give my body a little bit of a rest.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so downtown Lee Summit. Mm-hmm. Why did you pick downtown as the first location? Oh,
2: so i 100% community. My first... The forefront of my business is heart-centered, and we are community-based, and I just did not have a desire to just go anywhere in a strip center. I wanted to build the community, and I knew downtown Lee Summit is where I wanted to build the community, so it feels like home to me, and that's when the the spot was presented. I was like, yep, this is it. Yes. I, I think community. you will
0: hear every business owner in this district will say almost the exact same answer.
1: Yeah. It's community.
0: There's just something different.
1: There is something different something about downtown. downtown Lake I think it's the
0: way everybody kind of supports each other. We, we all, everyone wants to push business to each other. So that's good. And it's not talking bad about the rest of the town, but I think, you know, it is just, there's just something there.
2: It is. It's, you know, supporting small business. Um, it is almost, it's a culture, you know, and I know for me, um, I've only, I've never worked for anyone. I've always been an entrepreneur. I had businesses before this. And so it, it's really important to me to support other small businesses and down here, when you walk up and down downtown Lee summit, it's small businesses. So I just knew it was our home. It was our home.
0: You, you, uh, you you know, you're upstairs. Mm -hmm. That is a tight, steep stairwell. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It is. <laughs> and you did a lot. You did a lot I to that it's like, space. It,
0: it's calisthenics yes. before yeah. you do your yoga. It's
2: twenty-two steps up. Oh, I tell you've people they, Yeah. Oh yeah. They they get their booty burn when they come up the stairs. They're already like warmed up. Um. And and of course, you know, at first, uh, we don't have a storefront in downtown Lee Summit, and a lot of people don't even know we exist. We do have a sign, of course, but um, we are like a secret little spot. When people find out about us and they walk upstairs. It, they are wowed. It's vibrant. Um, I really, aesthetics matter to me. And when I was designing both my spaces, cause it's very on brand, I want people to walk in and their shoulders to go down and them to feel joy and it's bright, it's vibrant. And it feels, it feels good when you walk in the space, but we're a little, we're a little hidden, hidden up there. You are a little hidden up there.
0: Yeah, except for the fact of all the people walking right. around the corner with their <laughs> yes. yoga mats over their shoulder. And shoulders. people will
2: say, Where's the yoga studio? Where's it's right next door to, you know, Ivy and Sparrow. It's right up it's, it's so yes.
0: <laughs> well, that space has been a lot of different things over the years. I mean it's it's great to see one that you know, you've you've got some longevity there now, which is which is which is awesome. But it's been a lot of different things over the years. It, it was the downtown Main Street office. Yes, like it was. 25 years ago, I think.
2: Yes, it was. And we've, um, so we, we according to a gal who I'm guessing you might call her a medium. I don't know. She came to one of my classes and then sent me a message after that she had connected with Moira. So, Moira, her spirit, her energy, um, is in our space. And she, this median let me know that she likes us and she really likes the community and she likes
0: Look, <laughs> ghost approval is important. Did you
2: like, <laughs> did you look this up? Oh, oh yes. I was, I mean this, and, and the thing that's interesting about her telling me about Moira, and I love that she has the name Moira, um, because I'm a huge shit's creek fan um my, yes. my yes. daughter tells me i'm a cross between david and moira my my style and that's really embarrassing to her um but which yes. is more reason to do it when you <laughs> embarrass your children reason, yes. it's more reason that's to do like it. that's like our job as parents <laughs> right. is to embarrass 100%. our children yes but yeah moira likes um our community and what we're doing and she supports us and she tidies according to this median, she's tidying and i think that's great because if that saves me on cleaning that's wonderful i mean she's like you don't even have to w2
1: my no do that's not. the nice thing you know
0: i don't know why in six years of doing this show we haven't thought of this before
1: What's that? But we should
0: do a downtown ghost stories episode because there are yes. so many oh, great there stories. Are, yes. I mean, there are. You know, oh. we do the through downtown, we do the haunted historic tours every every yes. year, but there are so many great ghost you stories. Do you
2: want me to share one about Moira? Oh, yes, sure. Does? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, I, didn't I didn't know if this would be uh, uh, so interesting. We don't have rules. So we, we have, have zero rules. Okay, on this show. me neither. You're good. Well, I color outside the line. So. Um, And I encourage everyone to color outside the lines, but so there's something called a sound bowl. It's like a singing bowl at the end of class. Sometimes we play it. And I had everyone in Shavasana, which is final resting posture in yoga. That's where you just integrate your practice. You just breathe and be. And I thought, oh, I'm going to play my sound bowl. But it was all the way across the room and I was like, oh, I don't want to get up and be disruptive because we have, you know, 100 year old floors. So they kind of creak a little bit. And so I decided I was like, I'm not going to play my sound bowls. And so I'm just meditating over my my class. And I kid you not, Moira set the sound bowl next to me. Like the sound bowl was next to me. I was like, I guess I am playing the sound bowls like.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, this is, like cool. this is, this is, yeah. And I kept going like, did, did I just get up and get that? Did, did I? Yeah. So, and then when this lady, I hadn't shared that. And this lady tells me about Moira and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm glad she likes me. And she likes samples.
1: I think that's, that's great. Cool See, story. she's a, she's a good spirit. I oh, like hundred She's a good spirit. Like hundred percent. You know, our office, um, is in the Dayton hotel. And the original Lee Summit Hospital. The original Lee Summit Hospital. And there's there's just some interesting energy all throughout there. I mean, it is and look, not all of those
0: spirits are are good sweet spirits.
1: Oh no, 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 they aren't. They are not. Yeah.
0: Look, like, folks, if you haven't done the downtown Oh, the, the haunted and historic, tours, yes. You need to go onto the downtown site and you need to get tickets for that because it is awesome. And we start we start at the at the Dayton Hotel.
2: Yes, Very we do. Cool. I haven't done that, so that's thank you for oh, mentioning that. You need to do it. I think I need to get involved. So we can come, but oh. they can come visit Moira. Okay, oh actually, yeah, no, actually, it's like, great. I've made that note yeah. already
0: that oh, we need to add.
2: We need to add Moira.
0: Add, add to this.
1: Well, the greatest part is that is Summit Theater Group comes and actually like does a reenactment. <gasps> yeah, oh, which so is so really
0: cool. A few years ago, we started partnering uh, I, the, the Royal We We, we Downtown. Uh, partnered with Summit Theater Group, and so they've got. We've collected all these ghost stories over the years, so they will reenact some of them and tell the histor- history part of it as well as the ghost part. And it's That's awesome. so
2: cool. I've only done one <coughs> ghost story tour at the Elms once. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> I haven't done that one. Now yeah. this is not this yeah. is
0: this is a lot based on history, Ooh. and you get a little bit of the ghost story. It's not like one of the paranormal things. Yeah. Although those groups have done the tours before.
2: It was interesting. We had
0: them one year with their machines mm-hmm. and
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Did they did they pick up some energy? They said they did. Okay. I'm sure it was at the Dayton hotel.
0: Now see, I am a I am a ghost skeptic usually. I mean, I know this is going to shock you, Lisa. Mm,
1: so shocking.
0: <laughs> but I love those stories. Yeah. I love those stories like that. And you can you know, you can't really knock them, but I love no,
1: them. No. I mean, it's so great. The history of downtown's amazing. It, I mean, it's it's just the collective is phenomenal. So, okay. Before you took your business to downtown Lee summit, when did you get interested in yoga? Like tell us a little bit more of that story.
2: Sure. So I started practicing yoga when my daughter was born and she is going to be 18 on Monday. Is she your oldest daughter? Yes. My oldest is going to be 18. And I started practicing yoga really, I would say two reasons. One, I needed to just breathe. Two, I wanted to fit back in those size four jeans. And I just like laugh about that now because that's the farthest thing from my practice. But for a lot of people, it's the physical practice of yoga. And what I discovered, and and yoga was just at a gym then. So I was going to the local gym to do yoga. And what I discovered is it had nothing to do with a pant size. It had nothing to do with the physical practice. It was the first time in my life I had paused that I had like, savored stillness that I had really tuned into my heart's desire and my soul's purpose and very quickly realized like I'm not living in alignment with my truth. I'm kind of just existing. Um, I'm going through the motions. I was kind of um, living for nap time and early bedtime and it just lit something in me and changed my entire life and I was like I have to share this with people. Wait,
0: does that does that mean if you practice yoga you don't get nap times or early <laughs> bedtime?
2: Because <laughs> Yeah oh, those are important. <laughs> I know they are when you have littles especially I was just so burnt out. I was so exhausted and that's where I I, I tell my story is I landed on a yoga mat broken. Literally broken. And I don't like that word, but I was. I was burnt out. I was probably, you know, binge watching way too much Housewives, you know, (laughs) drinking way too many cups of coffee in the morning and way too many glasses of wine at night to numb. And what I realized in yoga when I came to my yoga mat, I was actually allowing myself to feel. And then what happened is I started to heal. And it's just, it's, it's such, such a beautiful practice. And then the community outside of the actual practice is just transformational because then you're around a community that's also really authentic and real. And when you ask them how they're doing, they don't just say, I'm good. I'm good. They're real. Like, we want deep, meaningful connections. When you guys asked me how I was when I walked in, I, like, laid stuff on you. Because I've learned that on my yoga mat that it's okay to say that everything is not okay. And that's kind of what I've cultivated in my community. In my well, that's,
0: that's what I was I was going to ask. So now, 18 years later. I mean, do you still get that same?
2: Oh, that same
0: kind of feeling out of it.
2: Hundred percent. Even as a teacher, so being an instructor is different than being a student, and I'm I'm both. So I still have my own practice. I still go to my team. I have I have fifty employees, so I still go to their classes as well. I still do my own practice where I'm not leading people. But we had our first class in our new Lakewood studio on Wednesday night, and I weep. I weeped. It's still very emotional to me. It's still very deeply rooted in, in healing and feeling and connection and community. Um, so I absolutely still, I call it yoga high. Um, it's still very much a yoga high for me.
0: What What is it about the practice? And I, and, and I think I can I can relate and understand the community part and the people that fits in my head, but what is it about the actual practice?
2: So you yoga, know, that,
0: that can get that kind of centered feeling you were talking
2: about. 100%. That's such a great qu- question. So yoga is actually a form of meditation. A lot of people have this vision of what meditation is, like sitting in easy seated or crisscross applesauce um, with your hands on your knees and your eyes shut. Well, yoga is a form of meditation. And what that is is when you come to your yoga mat, you're not thinking about your inbox. You're not thinking about your to-do list. You're not thinking about um, the, the laundry that's still in the drawer that you're going to touch up for the third time. You are truly connecting with your breath and you're listening to the the guide, the instructor on what to do next. And you, it's it's such a beautiful thing because it allows you to just be present in that moment. And that's the gift. Um, so much of our life, we're living in the past, which is that regret, that shame, that guilt, or perhaps we're living in the future, which can be debilitating, anxiety, fear, overwhelm. But yoga gives you permission to live in the now, in the present. And it's practice. We have to keep coming back to it. And, and I think it's one of those things that a lot of people want to get into. Mm-hmm. So
1: admittedly, like, you know, I'm like the mind racing person and it's hard for me to get still. So question for you. Yeah there's, I think there's a lot of people out there who could benefit from the practice of yoga. So what would you recommend someone if they're just getting started with that practice and it's something that they're interested in?
2: Yeah. Great, great question. Cause I, so there's so many modalities of yoga and that is sometimes it's, it's not what you see on Instagram, right? It's not what you see on social media. We offer 50 weekly classes and there's so many different types of classes. So I have some people that they want a more active class. So we have classes where you use hand weights, where you add some cardio and that may be their entry to yoga because they're still getting that sweat. They're still getting that burn. They're seeing their watch, do the things, counting this and that. Um, and then you progress into all the different types of yoga. And maybe it's a yin yoga, which is more stretching. Uh, maybe it's a restorative yoga, which is just stillness and meditating. Um, vinyasa, which is my jam, which is flowing and movement and breath. So I think it's just a, the entry-level thing, what doesn't scare the hell out of you, try that. And then explore the other ones. I like that. Yeah.
0: I I like it too, but they're all scary.
2: (laughs) No, but like, here's the thing for me. I love,
1: like, if I'm going to do a workout, I want to feel like I sweat. I don't know. That's not necessarily a real thing, but it's, it's a thing that I struggle with. So I did yoga for a really long time, but I did struggle with, like, I wanted to feel like I was also like burning a lot of calories. Yep. So that's a really cool combination. And then maybe I could get to the place where I could actually be still.
2: Yeah. And I, I can relate. So, um, I am a recovering perfectionist. Stillness makes me uncomfortable. I am a student of yoga. I do this and I teach this because it transformed my life because I was so busy minded. I, I was just a distracted person Um, And that's why I'm so passionate about it, because when I actually started practicing this, I it's not about getting better at downward dog. It's not about getting better at meditating. It's truly about getting better at life. And what happens is you take these tools that you learn on your yoga mat to be present, to learn to respond instead of react, to breathe. The confidence, your ability, like these are all these tools, this peace, this presence, this calm, this love, This, and you take it off your mat into your life. And that's really what um, I'm trying to cultivate and teach here in this community, that it's not about getting better at yoga. It's about living a life with more intention and love and purpose and peace and joy and laughter and ease. So,
0: I think that being okay with stillness is, is probably huge. And, I, and that's a cultural thing too for us, mm-hmm. as well as some of us, like souls just have yeah. that personality where always, always moving. The brain's always, always ticking. And, you know, as a chronic insomniac, I totally get that. Um, but, yeah, just just how do you give yourself permission? Whatever, however you find that way to just right. sit still.
2: Because I'm a three on the Enneagram. I am an achiever all the way. And um, so I can very much relate to that. We live in a culture where... It, Productivity is your is a, is is your status of successful. Right. Busy equals success. And we're trying to reframe that, that there's magic in stillness. That yeah, and magic. I mean, that that yes. rest is productive. Yeah, we Absolutely. are we we are we're trying to reframe it.
0: We are trained to the how you doing. The proper answer to let everybody know how good you are and successful is well, I've got this, 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 and this, and this, oh, this, and list all yeah. the things that you're doing.
2: But what if it was what if how successful you were was determined by how much time you had blocked on your ca- calendar with nothing. Right. <gasps> like, yeah, like, imagine that. I oh, mean, you don't, for you don't some have people, that's week. uncomfortable. Nothing. But some people that right. – f- so, for for example, um, Thursday – no, that was yesterday. So, yesterday was Thursday. My days kind of run together. My self-care day was me cooking. I know that's strange for people, but self-care to me is like creating and um, I didn't leave my house and I was that just doesn't happen, and it felt so good, but I have to talk myself. I I thought, oh, I should go to 9.30 class. Oh, I should go do this. Oh, I no, I'm gonna ground here because I learned this on my yoga mat, and I'm gonna practice what I preach, and I made the most delicious pumpkin gnocchi with sausage and spinach and a pumpkin cream sauce. I'm gonna need a recipe. You That guys, sounds amazing.
0: I'm gonna need a recipe.
2: I, and it was just, it feels so good, but that's what I learned on my yoga mat, that it's okay to pause. Megan, it was okay to pause yesterday and cook, and and just be there, present, creating something. I love I that. Like, yeah,
0: I like that. I like that you're connecting it to other things. Yeah, too, because I can really relate to the 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 process of cooking. To me, is mm-hmm. is just that's that's a happy place for me, and I can tune clutter of the world away and just go make a meal for the family and, and that's I, I love that also I'm gonna and, eat that recipe
2: oh oh gosh and it, and it and it was one of those things that yes there were so many other things on my to-do list but and that's that productivity you know I need to be to be productive but what my soul needed what my soul needed was to cook and to just be to be you know we're human beings not human doers and I needed to be just be and that was cooking and I, I'm only able to do that because of my yoga practice. I had to come back to what do I teach? What have I learned? Yeah. And I mean, for an Enneagram three, that's hard. Yeah, it's so hard. I mean, I think. I still don't know what
1: that means. I mean, basically, an just she's an achiever. She has, I'm a three four. But yeah, just like constantly having things, milestones to meet, achievements, yep. we get motivated by that. Yes, so, our energy.
2: Yeah. And, and I'm an introvert extrovert, um, so I do get energy from people. But then after, I have to, I have to have alone time. Um, I'm leaving this Sunday on a retreat with 35 of my clients and three days I will be pouring all my energy and then I have to stay a couple days longer. I'll send everyone home so that I can retreat because if I came back after that, I'd be garbage to my family. I wouldn't have anything left. So yeah. it's an energy thing for me. It's It takes a lot and then you have to kind of protect it. Well, she's transforming the world through yoga.
0: I love, I love it. Well, well we we need to ask this question. This is the important thing we want to ask everybody. If you want to know more about Megan's Yoga Tribe, they want to follow along on the socials, they want to sign up for a class, where can they do that?
2: So our website is createandlivealifeyoulove.com because that's really the foundation of what we're doing and yoga is just one of the tools. So we have two studios in Lee Summit. So downtown Lee Summit and Lakewood. When someone signs up for our membership, they get unlimited classes to both locations. They get, live zoom classes we have five a week and then we have a video library with about 1800 classes now so we really try to keep it simple for the busy men and women because that's me i mean i'm a mom of four so we've tried to help all of those excuses someone might have and allow them to be able to practice at home to practice live from home or to come to two two studios so and then we're on instagram and um facebook megan's yoga tribe Um, so yeah, they can find us there. We do, um, we do right now. I think this will be going out next week. Is this podcast next week? Yeah, well, this will post. Okay. Well, no.
0: You just asked me a weird question. Well,
2: it's all good. It's next week.
1: I think so. I think so. No.
0: No. (laughs) No. Two Wednesdays.
2: Oh, two Wednesdays. Okay.
0: I'll I'll edit this a little bit. Because next Wednesday is uh, October Fest preview. Okay.
2: Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Well, just we're always like right now we have half price off their first month. So we basically get $45 for unlimited classes for the first month. And I am a keep it simple kind of person. You completely control your own membership. If you want to pause, if you want to cancel, you do it on your terms. You don't have to fax anything. You don't have to call anyone. You don't have to email anyone. And that's important to me as when I was creating the structure of this business, there are zero contracts. If it doesn't work for someone, I don't want them to be spending money on something that doesn't work. I want people who it works for them and it helps transform their lives. So we are a no fuss, um, you know, heart-centered community. And so... We keep it super simple for our members.
0: I, I really like that you said no faxing.
2: Oh yeah. There's that's still happening. <laughs> are there people, fax machines still you know, around? People tell yes, me they it's join a real thing. they join gyms and fitness centers and they they tell them, you know, it's a 90-day notice to cancel. Uh you have to make you have to send a fax. You know, they make it really challenging. And that is the last thing I want to do. I want to make it it I want it simple for everyone because I don't want things that are complicated. Well,
0: th- as that's that whole settling thing. Like we need to settle ourselves not have complications.
2: Yes, keep it simple. Keep of, it simple. Oh, so well. Megan's Yoga Tribe definitely keeps it simple, but we do offer, um, we're, we have international retreats as well. So we do retreats all over. Um, retreats are a really big part of our business um, and our community because, yes, you will transform your life on a yoga mat, but when you take yourself out of your everyday hustle, out of your everyday routine, even for three or four days of just self-care, I get to witness people really, like, elevate and, and come into alignment with who they want to be and how they want to live just by taking themselves away to just breathe and only take care of themselves. So they can find all that stuff on our website. But our next one is going to be in Tulum and that is April 26th through April 30th of 2024. Um, it's incredible. That sounds amazing. It's That's- incredible. And, and And they're just, it's a, I know as a mom, I don't know, Lisa, if you can, you know, relate, but when I travel with my family, I'm the one that, like, packs everyone, plans everyone. It's so much oh, work to get so there. it's so much work. It's so much yes. work. Yes. And with my retreats, they're always all-inclusive, and you literally show up. Like, there's an itinerary, I call it, I mean, it's an itinerary, do what you want, leave what you don't. And it's all, everything's always planned, um, food, you know, the classes, if you want to go to. So it's basically for, for the person who just needs to get away, but doesn't want to have to do all the work and planning. So
0: I like that. That's my way of getting out. I don't want to make decisions.
2: Yeah. And we cultivate it. I mean, it's, I'm, it's so carefully curated around wellness and health and, you know, retreat, which is to rest and renew and recharge. So our retreats are always focused on those three things.
0: That is awesome. One more time, the website for Megan's Yoga Tribe.
2: Yes, it's createandlivealifeyoulove.com. We also have megansyogatribe.com, so you'll get there. If you find us on Google, you'll see all all the the kind reviews from our community as well, or Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'm not great at social media, but I have a team that helps me out.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, Megan, thank you very much. We appreciate you coming on.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful. Thank you.
0: That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.